age before the swollen sun swallowed the trackless empire and nothing but dust filled the sea. Rogues, bandits, sorcerers, and druids walked the jeweled paths of this dying earth in search of lost treasures. Here is one such test. Sounded so, okay right now. First section of Dying Earth of Ramir using basic fantasy roleplay. We got a druid, we've got a paladin, we've got uh, a doctor. And Mark, what did your character end up being? Uh, ranger. Oh, a ranger. Excellent. Excellent. Ranger did, danger. Did you, uh, did you give yourself any occult or anything? No. That you're sworn to? Um, um, no problem. Pete's got a great one. Pete, if you want to tell Mark yours as the paladin. Uh, I am the, uh, I am a sworn of Tlaloc, who is the god of rain and storms. An Aztec god. Well, let me tell you, my ranger friend, all about the wonders of Mespilis <laughs> and the bounty that he brings to us through the wonderful Medlar tree. It provides fermenting wonders and healing properties. That medlar tree would not exist without rain. Well, this is true. <laughs> and all gods exist on this dying earth together. True, it is true. Yeah, I'm torn now. I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> Which one gives me the best uh, goodies? Hopefully uh, not as torn as the doctor is. One of the benefits. They'll have to come out through emergent play. It's just... Uh, color for our dying earth world. So now we have some gods, more gods established in the canon. Ooh, I forgot my coffee. Yep, my coffee is getting brewed right now. I'll be right back. But we're going to be starting in the valley uh, in Valater, the city, and um, the uh, paladin's uh, high priest has gathered you all together. And I'm going to go grab my coffee and be right back. Go on, go on. I know nothing about the setting or the gods. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I, I don't. I don't really either. I think I've read one Jack Vance story, but man, they're really good. I've read yeah. zero. Likewise, none. None. I mean, I think they're well worth reading, guys, if you get a chance. Or grabbing an audio book yeah. or whatever. My my capacity for reading nowadays is like zero. So. <laughs> I gotta grab a uh, what is it? Uh, I'm I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna buy a Nook from Barnes and Noble because it's like. You yeah. get one for like 90 bucks, and those fucking things are awesome. They got like, it looks like, you know, they got like the paper, the e-ink screens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it really looks like a book page. And like, I was like trying to find reviews, but stupid people, like, you know, it, it, I was like reading it, and it's like, oh, yeah, the Wi-Fi sucks on this thing. I'm like, I don't need Wi-Fi to read a book. Right, you exactly. Know? <laughs> what are you trying to do, man? Yeah, sorry, I can't play Candy Crush on my uh, no. <laughs> are you saying that you ran into some... Stupid people in the uh, on the internet. Right? Yeah, but, no, it's it's uh, I, I mean, it's a crazy. I'm not. You know, I don't exclude myself from this class, but <laughs> uh, do they have a big form factor for the nook, like a eight by eight by eleven type of thing? Or I'm not sure. It, the only one that I saw was like a smaller kind of one, like a like a pocketbook size. Mm -hmm. uh, you can just look up e ink reader. Because mm -hmm. there's like there's probably like six or seven different brands, but they're all pretty much the same shit. Because mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, there's there's a pretty good one, uh, thirteen inch screen. That's like a laptop screen. Uh, yeah, that's eight hundred dollars. Never mind. <laughs> uh, well, because those e-ink screens are really expensive to make. Like the ten inch ones are mm -hmm. uh, they're a couple hundred bucks too. Yeah, because it's like such a it's such a detailed screen. It's like very thin. And it looks just like, because I, I was like looking at pictures online. I was like, that looks pretty good, but I, I don't know about it because it's just, you know, I'm looking at a screen right now, so I don't know how accurate mm -hmm. it is. And then I went into the store and I was like, damn, this is like, it's like a book page that's on this tablet. I use the, uh, the Kindle quite a lot, to be honest. That's you like right. the Kindle? Mm. Yeah, okay. I got a big form factor, the standard sheet of letter. Yo, this yeah. is, is cyberpunk <laughs> shit. The skiff oh, reader. <laughs> Look at this thing. That's a good name for your high priest, skiff reader. <laughs> uh, new window. 
it's mm. flexible. Oh wow! And yeah. it's like a, and it's a, it, that just looks really cyberpunk. Reading the San Francisco Chronicle, <laughs> nice. Infiltrate Megacorp. Skip. Skip Reader has called you together. All <laughs> in the hall of what's your god's name again? Uh, Pete, I want to spell it out. Talak. T L A L O C. You know the common spelling. <laughs> Talak High Priest has gathered you in the Great Hall, which is a tight, cloistered, stuffy stone hall with way too many pillars in it, making it difficult to uh, um, <clears throat> um, move around in. It, it's kind of that tight, but near the dais is an open area where he receives uh, he receives the visitors, supplicants, and dishes out his orders. And um, the, uh, the latest, go figure, um, merchants that went to go and collect the monthly uh, uh, shipment of Balfin silk from the, uh, the, the mysterious traders known as the Strangled um, have not returned. And they go to the transactions are held at um, uh, Skystone River Place. And that's that's on the map as rear bricks lie no. I don't know if you see that on the campaign map, but it's it's pretty much at the the in the peaks of the groaning mountains there, the Yanihor Mountains, where the Balkan Silk Road basically ends. Um, the humans uh, trade at that site because um, the strangle never come down into the city which is a day and a half journey. And the, uh, the high priest of course is, is concerned because without the, without the trade goods, he's not going to be flushed with cash as like he likes to be. So specifically, um, he was expecting, um, uh, five bales of silk. Um, and, uh, and he had sent one of his merchants to go do the transaction, um, Gar Hassan, who's a trader known merchant and trader in town. And um, yeah, they were they were due back a few days ago. And so he needs to find out what happened, what happened to the trade goods. Um, he's not so concerned about the merchant um, unless the merchant has taken off, but with the goods, but he's not so sure of that because um, there was uh, another merchant for the, uh, the Knotsman clan that went as well. And uh, he has confirmed with the guild master of the Knotsman that he has not seen his merchant return either. So what, does, do, what do we know about the Strangled? I mean, I know that they're mysterious people and that they kind of live outside of the Empire itself. Yes, not much is known of them. Mm. They, Other than uh, that they're trading partners that we, that we send our own merchants to to trade with. Yeah, it's Guystone River Place for bales. Okay. Everybody okay. uh, uh, violent you know street. People, I said, do the, do the Strangled ever have any violent streaks like uh, slaughtering merchants or anything like that? Uh, no. No, the trade has been um, um, quite lucrative and um, has made uh, some of the, the, the cults or the leading orders in Volatare um, powerful because they control the, uh, the trade with them. And they, they never come into town. They're, they're in, and none have ever been seen outside of their um, their uh, nomadic dress, which covers their face. And they have a very strange way of their, their voices. It's kind of hard to understand as they... Right, try. and they have their own dialect, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. 
And does anybody does anybody in our group speak that Stranglers dialect? I know I um, Rark does not. <laughs> I barely speak a uh, uh, Derm. Uh, what was it? Derharder. Uh, Dunhard. Yeah, I barely speak that. I got an intelligence of minus one. Yeah, I assume yeah. that's all I spoke. <laughs> and that's all. That's all they speak with them. The strangled learn to speak. Oh, they can. They can eat Gouda Dunharder. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he wants you to head out to um, Sky River Stone Place, Sky Stone River Place, and find out what happened. We'll give you a bounty, of course, for returning the five bales of mace maker silk. And um, if you can return the five bales, um, there's uh, all five bales. He will give you a, a bounty of 500 gold pieces. Hmm. Is this something we might need a wagon to carry, or could a man carry one of these bales? Yeah, mace maker silk coming bales about this big. Okay, not too, not too like big. Hat, um, but very expensive. Very high. right. Oh, and this is the good that the priest was expecting in 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 exchange yeah. for whatever goods they sent out to trade with the with the strangled. Got it. Yep, yep. And I haven't figured out what that is because I don't know what um, other other sundry items I imagine. that are of value in Valacare on the mm -hmm. on the shores of the Western Inland Sea. Um, but. Uh, uh, Foodstuffs, because they live in the desert. So many of the locals don't live in Valacare. They live in the cold heat just south and farm food. And that's uh, foodstuffs is what they're getting. And you guys get silk to make and make fine robes and then also ship back to the, the heartland of the track, trackless empire. Got it. Because you guys are on the, the keep on the borderlands, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The eastern edge. You're on the eastern mm -hmm. edge of the trackless empire. But Cannon says, that, or at least the, the word from the trackless empire, anything outside the trackless empire actually doesn't exist. There is only the right. Trackless. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the uh, merchant from the Natsman clan that also went missing. I mean, was he just going along with these same five bales, or uh, did they have their own business to attend to? Uh, there's. Uh, there are several qualities of the silk, and um, they were looking for, they had uh, uh, much bigger but less expensive uh, storm still. Um, not to overcomplicate things, but, I mean, do, <laughs> Bring do, that they, do they care? Do they want to know? Uh, like, is, oh, is yeah. there something you could go check with them about? If You know, do they? The high priest thing, he organized it with them. There oh, okay. Are, so this are, is the, all of it. Okay. Yeah, a joint the, affair. <laughs> yeah, this is what's been assembled as the as the team. He's suspecting that uh, they they got um, attacked and raided, slaughtered by uh, um, Fairfax barbarians. Is hmm. it any one of you guys, the Druid? You're a Fairfax barbarian. I am not a I'm not a Fairfaxian. I'm a Romirian. Okay. And okay. Uh, but though I do speak Fairfax. And my wanderings okay. and postulation to the the masses about the wonderful Edlar tree. Yeah, so he thinks that may be another avenue if you can find out what he, that okay. that is assumption that tribe. Do we have any? We we have no Verbaxians with us now. We have no barbarians with us. No, I don't in, our, in our party. <clears throat> Should we uh, try to hire a barbarian or something, maybe? Uh, they don't hang out in town. <laughs> They're very xenophobic. Oh, yeah. So, no, but you, one of your party has, you can speak their language, so there you go. That's why you were hired. Oh, right, yeah, that's not too bad. Uh, I think we should uh, head out then. I think we should, I don't think we should taste the silk because that'll be extra, like, shit to worry about. Oh, we have to find the silk. It's, it's yeah. Oh, I thought you meant <clears throat> taking extra. I thought that was no, it. no, no. Yeah, we 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 should we're out to recover the silk if it's available. All right, know what happened to the caravan? <clears throat> and Preferably uh, both. Yeah, and the, and the knotsmen were after the storm silk, and your priest was expecting the mace maker silk. Gotcha. 
Lighter, smaller, more valuable, storm silk, bigger bale, color of storm sky, and rough to the touch. So that's used more in making common clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the the journey is a day and a half, um, and it goes up into the Groaning Mountains, uh, and, uh, and it gets deeper and deeper as you get closer to the where uh, the trading place is. Which is near the top, before you start descending down towards the uh, the waste where the traders come from. Um, well, I'm I'm equipped for adventure. Is is everybody else ready to go? Uh, yeah. I'm ready yeah, to go. I, I might I'm just uh, gonna toughen up my equipment here as we were okay. getting started, but. Uh, how much are like rations? Same as the if they if they're not modified in my house rules, they're uh, straight out of the book. Uh, Ten gold for a week of dry rations. Oh sweet! I have a week of rations and four gold. <laughs> Can we buy those in half week increments? <laughs> not one of you guys is a thief, huh? No. Let's okay. see. I heard. Ranger, Paladin, Jester, is that right? And and myself, the Druid. <laughs> okay, the uh, the trek is tiresome but pleasant. Um, one night on the side of the mountain, uh, so you get to Skystone River Place by early morning, or I should say late morning, just before noon. And the path crosses a river. Um, and the river actually plunges from Skystone River Place. You've never seen it before, but now you know um, that you must be at the place. Uh, the river plunges from the arches and columns of this vast temple, the high column facade cut from the living rock um, in a pattern that you've never seen. Uh, after its creation, the river must have changed its course and driven straight through the temple to emerge in a torrent from its black and empty facing. That's hmm. kind of like in a waterfall. And the river curls. There's actually, where you cross the river, there's a uh, about 100 yards away from you towards the, the, the temple and the, where the river plunges out. Uh, there's the sand, sandbar. And on the sandbar, there's... Uh, um, a couple of uh, fires going. There's about four people having an animate discussion, and there's even you see some bodies lying on the sand. Uh, they seem to be arguing, and um, as you guys emerge into this to the to the river, you're now visible before you were just you know kind of debouching off the trail, uh, and you know they can clearly see you. I think Mark should break off and try to sneak around. Better to get like some kind of flank, and we could uh, approach. Okay. I do have new suddenly. Do uh, should we try to draw their attention, like while that happens? You know, step up and yeah, we can try to yeah, I mean, like hey, we'll, hail. Yeah, we'll go up and engage, and Mark can go like hide in the woods or something, basically, or just yeah, loop around. Okay, because you yep, I got what you're saying. There's a what must be one of the strangled because they have this strange wrappings, uh, goggles. Are they sand people? <laughs> there you go. That's a good description, like a sand person. I didn't even think of that, but I think that's what I was going for, like a Tuscan Raider. That is a perfect, uh, perfect description. But there's just there's one of them. You also see two other people that look like they come from Valatere. They uh, they have slaves as well. There's groups of slaves, and the, that's what's looking. And then there's a then there's at first you might take him for for Baxian barbarian, but because he's just got like a loincloth, but he's got really pale skin and stringy hair, stringy black hair, and that's all unadorned. So these guys are out in on a sandbar that's off the shore of the river, or they're just like on a beach that's. Um... At the edge yeah, of the river. Each along the side of the river. Okay. Okay. But it's a it's a about the only 
flat spot here in the rocky terrain that would allow you to set up a camp. Right. And what I what I heard was that the the um, the ranger and the and the paladin were not the ranger. Sorry, the the jester and the paladin were greeting these fellows, trying to draw off distraction as the ranger snuck off into the woods. And the and, and or, I don't know just be what I, I, I just kind of said some that sort of yeah. brush or hidden <laughs> hidden hidden area. <laughs> yeah, thinking the only thing I really have to rely on is my wit. I am uh, willing to go kind of greet them and try to be friendly. Great, I like that. I am fully confident in your wit. Oh, actually, I have a thirteen charisma too. <laughs> yeah, but he had a special ability of taunting. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. So I can. We can apply that in any type of fast talk situation. I would think. Yeah, so if possible, I'll try and sneak around okay. and cover the rest of the party with the, my uh, short bow. <laughs> the humans, who looks like they're from, look like they're Romerian, um, says, thanks, thank the gods. They've sent reinforcements. Y- yes, I Who's suppose they have. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened here? What has happened is the, the strangled use Skystone River Place to warehouse their stuff. He points to the the, 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 the skinny pale dude with the loincloth and the, and this is an Ulm. This is their leader. They're the caretakers, it appears, of the goods that the strangled stockpile here. They have been chased out by mysterious forces. So this guy, Ulm, is the leader of the strangled? No, he's a leader of a tribe called Ulm. Oh. He's an Ulm. That's what the merchant is saying. They're semi-amphibious. And they live inside the temple. And you could and he then this Ulm character doesn't make eye contact with anybody, but he seems to be like kicking his head back like he's listening intently. They have sent in um and then now you notice that uh, one of the merchants the slaves are a couple of white apes chained to stone where there's um looks like he chains them up here like a hitching post for white apes and they're and they're grouchy um what what can these fellows tell us about what happened to the first the merchant caravan that came out here initially to trade <clears throat> it's are, are these are, is this gar hassan or or do they know of his whereabouts yeah Gar, he is Gar Hassan, hmm. and then Rizmadiro de Toxin is the trader for the Knotsmen. Mm-hmm. He has his slaves are mutilated, semi-naked. Gar Hassan, his slaves are heavily chained, wearing whatever they can scavenge. Some even have armor; they look really dirty, whip scarred, but well fed. And this, then the uh, the strangled merchant. Slaves are naked. The race you can't really determine because they're so filthy. They wear no chains, but uh, they they kind of sit on the sand, shivering in fear. The bodies on the beach are five. There's an ohm. There's a couple of white apes, and then the uh, the other three are slaves. And they were sent in to find out what happened, and they came washing back out. <clears throat> All right. Looks like there's only so, one way to go. That's what they're standing there and arguing. Like, you know, no one wants to commit the rest of their slaves to go back in. And that's why they were so excited to see you. Like, oh! Yeah, the two merchants are there. The Gar Hassan and Rizadero. Yep. Or... yep. And so they're, uh, they have their stuff that they were to, to trade. But uh, the stuff that the strangled guy was going to trade with them is in Skystone River Place. Got it. The temple that the Olam were driven out of. Yep. Yep. Recently, cool. they've been living there for for years. And there's um, you, there's some old children playing near the, the river. They seem unaware of any type of emergency, and they're just throwing rock into the water. Um, you said some of his chained up slaves had some armor. Uh, if I see even just some moderate leather armor, you know, can I basically try to engage him in a conversation with the premise of, hey, you don't want to send your slaves in there? Can I at least borrow that dude's armor? <laughs> you don't have any. Oh, you don't? Yeah, roll a uh, roll, uh, reaction. Uh, would you prefer to roll in Discord or in I know, you Roll your dice. I'm not. Yeah, cool. All right, so 2d6 plus charisma. That's, uh, that's 11 plus 1, 12. 12, yep. Yeah. The merchant is more than happy and orders the slave to strip off his leather armor and give it to you. Uh, Thank you. 
Nice. Do they have any other like cool weapons or anything? Any of them? No. The merchant's got um, short swords. Strangled has um, has a hand crossbow. Yeah, boring. Something you've never seen before. And uh, so Gar Hassan, Jester, while you're uh, Narnell, while you're donning the armor and the, he, he's ordering the slave, he mentions to you is that he uh, he's he's in, very interested in these valuable bonsai trees. Sweet. And if you um, and if you can find any of those and bring them back, he will give you an he will give you a, a bounty. You know what the protocol is? There? Is he entitled to them or it, would this be stealing? Fuck him. Well, there's no law outside of Valatar. Yeah, that's fine. I, yeah, I'm not asking him. Clear, I'm not asking him. I'm asking if I know what the implication is, and if that's if that's yeah. Clear, that's okay. What is the implication? Well, he's a merchant. Sure. So he probably has more customers than um, uh, Pete's high priest in his temple, who is interested in the silk. So this must be other viewers. The only thing you can assume right now is that this is must be other goods that he's interested in trading in the silk. Previously on the dying earth. I think the only thing I really have to rely on is my wit. I uh, am willing to go kind of greet them and try to be friendly. I am fully confident in your wit. Oh, are they sound people? Well, let me tell you, my ranger friend, all about the wonders of Mespilis. There's no law outside of Valatar. <laughs> yeah, you get the bonsai trees, but the uh, silk is ours. Or I don't know. I don't know what the state of the negotiations are. So we'll figure it out when we get out. <laughs> so I think we're good to head in. Well, so Garhasan, we're we're happy to lead this expedition and and recover your goods, but we'll need porters and men to help carry uh, anything we find there back out to you, so that you can continue on trading ways. Who will you send with us into the dark of the, of the flooded temple? Well, once you eliminate whatever danger just wiped out 
three of my slaves and two uh, white apes, then we would send in the rest of our slaves. Over I see. You want us to scout ahead and then show yep. you the way. <laughs> We've already lost quite a bit in these dead slaves that we will have to replace. Mm -hmm. The whole venture at this point is basically a loss. What, and I'll turn to the strangled and ask him the same. You know where your goods are kept here in this place? Perhaps you should send some men with us or you'll come yourself. Or maybe um, the job, or what about this pedful wretch? <laughs> the home, the home, the home? Yeah, low mask. He wants his home back. You can tell that he's blind. Uh, blind. So you start to talk to him. He start. He strokes your face and sniffs you. Mm. And then he and then he gives you a name. the The strangled translates. He just named you the talkative one. The talkative <laughs> one. His tribe lives in Skystone River Place. They keep it safe for the for the uh, the strangled. He tells you his temple is a dark spider web of stone above the rushing river you'll have to bring lights inside because being blind and semi-amphibious they had no need for lights mm. so this is like this guy's so a he, human he, he felt he felt lights in there and people started to die and no one understands how mm. the merchants they sent the slaves and apes inside i even sent in some of my braves only crushed and poisoned bodies have washed up there's still four lost young own children inside. Soft skull, hard to catch, ears up, and strong jaw. If you could bring those, my children, out safely, he begs of you. He doesn't have anything to offer. This is the, the pale kind of human guy. Yep. Is he, is it, he looks human, or is he like, what does he look? It's there definitely, he just looks like a dude with hair. Dude he's with blind. hair, short, much shorter than you guys. And his eyes are whited out, like like glazed over, like they've never been used or metal struck. And does he have gills? You say he's amphibious. Does he? No, you don't see gills. You see a little bit of webbing. Okay. And his fingers are really long. Semi-amphibious, so it could be like frog or something. Mm, yeah. Uh, so they're really good swimmers. Like the Zora. Touching your face, Narel. <laughs> fingers being so so sensitive they actually it felt like some of the skin on the tips of his fingers was writhing and moving while he hmm. Hmm. ran awesome. over your face and smelt you to get a, a feel for who you were yeah. all right well i think we need to leave now <laughs> we need to go into this place <laughs> the, more face, the more face touching <laughs> yeah it's getting um, and the and the uh when you go when you're talking to the strangle guy uh some of the naked slaves around him curl into a ball and scream until he kicks them, and then they then they whimper silently. He says, "There's many kinds of silk that we have stockpiled in there. Any that you can uh, bring out or locate, and give us a location that we can bring them out. I'll give you a bounty." Well, yeah. What what are these bounties like? I mean, my guy gave us uh, my number ahead of time. What's your number? We're gonna look that up. I got bounty. Well, it depends on the value of silk uncovered. There's six different types of silk. Silk, your chain silk, your clipper silk, your mace maker silk, your wind crater silk. <laughs> he starts going into detail. silk and silk. Oh, <laughs> give me a range of numbers like six to sixty, or like. Well, your whip silk. I'll give you a bounty of ten gold per bale. Its silk is given as a status symbol to slaves. The storm silk. Is the color of storm sky, rough to the touch. He'll give a bounty of 25 gold per bale. Chain silk, uh, 50 per bale. Clipper silk, he'll give a bounty of 50 gold pieces per handful. They come in small little like yarn bundles. The mace maker silk, any bales, he's offering 100. And then the smallest bales, tightly woven is wind crater silk. He goes, when loft sent her children to drift on the winds over the whole world, the gossamer flight silk she spun them was so light and barely visible that the finest possible silks carry the name as a tribute. Like folded smoke, it appears. If you find any of that, he's willing to give a thousand. Mm, very valuable. All right. Do we have a name for uh, Fish Boy? Yeah, Low Mask. Low Mask. Low is spelled L-O-U-G-H. Mask. Felt normally. Just so if you find those uh those four kids, you can go here from no mask. 
Yeah, yeah, I assume through this conversation long ago, we probably would have given some signal for Jorma to join us since there was no obvious yeah, yeah, danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. It was, well, hey, these are the guys we're looking for. Yeah. They, they, haven't, they haven't attacked each other yet, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dark and crooked path climbs up the. Oh, the... sorry. Before we go, you're saying that this temple is used as a store sort of depot. Does anybody actually know the interior? Can someone describe? Like a vague map. Yeah. Do yeah. you go? You go in underneath. You turn left. There's a main depot or the depot yeah, on the floor. Yeah, just stay past the, uh, keep going left or you'll get eaten by the Balrog. Yeah. Did we forget to mention the Balrog? Damn it. <laughs> it's a jumbled ruined temple with a lot of things to climb over where where the own stash all their stuff in various places throughout it for safety and they've been valuable trustees. They stick it anywhere kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. They go, we're blind, we don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you blind putting this yeah. shit here? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so mocking the handicapped. that live in this temple. We've been doing it for years, and now something yeah. happened. Uh, and the temple is it? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this world. Is it still consecrated to a god, or is it? No, it's very ancient. Oh, so no one's gonna be pissed off. The old, the old oh, we... It's it's uh, it's tale and mysteries have been lost. Okay. Been, it's been here so long that the river has been able to change course and start plunging through it, carve through it. So like the facade where you have the open arches, that's where the water just gushes in. Uh, yeah. Or, or I mean, falls down to the river, creates a waterfall that you're looking up at. Okay. So somewhere up in the mountains or whatever, the river has carved its way into and through the temple and washes through it. So the only people that seem to find this a habitable spot are the semi-amphibious homes. And it's the temple up up above on the bluff and the and the water comes through it and creates a waterfall through the temple and falling to the chasm below. Very cool. Yeah. So you are going to be winding up a, a, a path along the side and getting to where there's an where you can enter into one of the mouths of the of the archways. And they're saying that the bodies were crushed and is it poisoned? Yeah, let's see. I can since we're talking about the bodies, I got a description of them. They got like darts stuck in them, like or big pointy puncture wounds. Who's got the best immunity against poison, and do they want to lick a body? I think I do because um, I don't know about that one though. I don't know if I want to. Uh, they look like they're. Uh, they look like they've been strangled, and some also appear to be snake bitten. The snake bites are all gathered in close groups on on each body. Ooh, this is getting very Conan very quick. Does anybody know what could do these kind of injuries? Or uh, I'm not a professional, but I think a snake. Mm. Are, they, are there humanoid snakes in this world? Or, again? I have no idea. So, Probably. A, a python and a cobra had a baby. Uh, do, um, do the bites just look like single puncture wounds? Does it look like something is eaten from? They look like just puncture wounds. Okay. Um, the only noticeable feature is they're gathered in close groups. There's not like a single bite. Lots of like a bunch. They, how can we tell by the sort of puncture wounds how big the mouths are? Are they sort of normal snake size or? Oh, yeah, about snake size. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the off chance that maybe it's not like a sentient creature, but just there's are like some serpents. Um, any thoughts on uh, hacking off a, a chunk of flesh or a body part to use a you know distraction or test water that kind of thing? Bait. Yeah, well, yeah. let's do it off the slave. They probably don't care about those guys. You know, what are you, you going to carve up some of the dead bodies? Yeah, but basically to take a chunk to I don't know if we ever have to maybe we encounter water we have to walk through whatever dip it in or toss it or you know basically just something to have on hand that might be distraction flesh. Borrow a living state slave so you can walk. There's a third merchant there. His name is Chichi Kasapan. Fat. He's obviously flustered. He has no slaves. He has the white apes. He has lost most of his white ape bearers. Uh, the two remaining are surly angry and mm. right now always pulling on their chains. And so he thinks that those bite marks are from dangerous Stygian snakes. Stygian snakes. And then someone says, but those are deep-dwelling coral snakes. And then why would they be up in the mountains? He's like, you know, the only thing that makes those kind of bites. 
Don't touch those those dead apes. They're still mine. They're my property. They are still valuable. <laughs> all right. All right. So clearly, this mountain has a connection to the deep. Uh, I think we should go into yeah. Mm. Fuck it. Why not go in? I mean, it's inevitable, yeah. right? We're we're, we're going. <laughs> yeah. I've cultivated them for years. Very valuable. I know. I know. What, I just, <laughs> maybe we, you could share your uh, old ape cultivation skills. Yeah. Maybe uh, the proper light, nice, nice watering <laughs> times for apes, and uh, when we get back, he thinks his his uh, pack ape are upset, disturbed by seeing their buddy's dead dead body. They're all pissed off. But the dark and crooked path climbs up to the temple side to a narrow black opening. One spear-armed ohm guards the silent path, and he but he is facing up the path, not down. He steps aside for you. What do you guys have for light sources? Absolutely nothing. I got a couple of torches. Yeah, I did. I got a... Looks like torches came in six increments. I grabbed one. Oh, I have, How much uh, torch cost? It was a gold for six, based on the oh, book. Oh, all right. I would have done that then. Oh, well. I've got a, a hooded lantern and two flasks of oil. Hey, look at this guy. Nice. The hood lantern has a better chance of not going out in a watery environment than a torch. Yeah. Do you, uh, are you okay dedicating a hand to that? Or uh, do you normally roll like shield and sword? Or I don't have oh, a shield, so I could carry light because I, I only have an axe. Okay. I've, uh, I've just got a bow and a short sword. So. Okay. When you're at the... Uh, the entrance to go into the dark temple with the rushing water. You can hear the sound of the river in the temple. Imagine once you're inside, it's probably it's probably loud. Hmm. It floats out from the waterfall. Is it uh, like loud enough that we might have problems hearing each other? Don't know until you get inside. You can just from outside you can hear it. You imagine that you're going to have to talk in your outside voice. When you're inside. <laughs> yeah. Can we, uh, can we just maybe take a moment before we go in, maybe at least establish some basic hand gestures of I'm going forward, wait, you know, basically just some, you know, quick, very meat without yelling. No way, motherfucker. Um, yes, yeah, of course. You guys want to come up with a little hand signal, whatever, communication. At least just for basic movement or I'll go, you know, if someone's going to scout ahead, that kind of thing. You see me running towards you while screaming, it's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the lantern lit, through the dark archway is a broken promontory of rock that appears about 20 feet by 20 feet. The light allows you to see the roof of above this broken promontory of rock, and it's actually faded, fielded, faded green, very aged, of course. Imagine it might have been very brilliant years ago. On stepping onto the broken promontory of rock, you can see from the illumination of your light that to the north there's a partly fallen pillar, fallen, and it slants up to column cracked halfway up you know siegent a ballista only costs 100 gold so i think i know what we're buying if uh <laughs> <laughs> we get one to the northwest base of an ancient patriarch looks out over the water the nose provides an easy climb down to the back of a long stone sculpture lying face down in the river, which leads to uh, deaths. a bunch of fallen sculptures, roof rubble, and river boulders jammed together. So it sounds like we're kind of coming in at the top of the temple and like making a descent into it, or did we walk up to it on the on a ground floor and are sort of looking up at the temple? Um, and now it's all looking like you're looking at the, from what you can see from the distance of your life, is that the floor is submerged in five feet of water. Mm. Flow is fast. The river is loud. And it I looks can hear like, it now. It looks like everything is basically, the temple columns have crashed in such a way, everything is climbing. You're climbing over or up or down. Like over, a big over. jumbled affair of, of fallen rock and masonry, it sounds like. And the ceiling is painted. And it looks so, like there's two ways in here, north across a fallen column or northwest by climbing over a statue yeah you climb down the nose of the face of this statue onto the back of a long stone sculpture lying face down in the flow mm -hmm, mm -hmm. place that you're the 20 by 20 place you're standing on now you notice the floor is littered with smashed gargoyle and when you're when the light hits them some of the pieces move and creep oh. and when you're leaning over the water the north and northwest direction where the light hits the floor beneath an eagle made from a tumbling mosaic of bright tiles 
actually swoops out of the river and up into the roof. It catches a painted mouse in the ceiling and dives back into the water and then becomes oh. a mosaic back on the floor <clears throat> with a mouse in its claws. Oh. And that happened when we shined light on it. The mouse was also a painting? Or no, it was a real yeah. mouse? The eagle was a mosaic in the floor under the water, rushing water. When you shined light, you illuminated the scene. It flew out as an actual eagle, went up to the ceiling and grabbed a mosaic mouse. And when it pulled it, pulled on it, it became a real mouse squiggling and squealing. And then it flew back down to its place and became a mosaic again, except in its claws as a mouse. That's pretty mm -hmm. metal. Are, are there any other animals in this mosaic? Right around here, no. You just see... They're like uh, owl bear in the mosaic. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, check Some uh, The color is obviously faded. There's broken parts. Parts are missing from the ceiling. Do we need to establish a marching order? We're going to just press in. And, uh... oh, I'll, I'll be in the front voluntarily. I think me and... Uh, Mark should be in front because we're both the fighting types. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it really matters though because we're all pretty, uh, pretty low, low or pretty low HP anyway. Because we're all like six to eight health. Yeah. Narnell is is happy to cower in the back. I've got two hit points. <laughs> uh, you start with Max. You start with Max. Oh. Yeah. So you should that feeling a lot better now about yourself. Aren't yeah. You? <laughs> yeah. 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 So I only three. rolled three and I forgot. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so with the ranger, that's a D8, right? So you start with yeah. Uh, okay. Plus constitution. But, and, and if you have a constitution bonus, you can have it. No. <laughs> okay. Is the um, is the water flowing east to west? The water yes. is flowing flowing north to south. I would. Oh, put, north to south. I would put your location where you are. Uh, is first area you're you're in entered in. Mm -hmm. Put that in your southeast corner. And if you look, and if you take just your eight and a half by eleven piece of paper and portrait, mm -hmm. it, the the rest of the temple is going to be kind of filling up that okay. space. That's the cavernous space that is where the water river runs through. Okay. When you're standing on the promontory of rock, just to your came in, say from the east, walking west, the northwest route right there is one of the waterfalls going out. There's one, two, three, four waterfalls that make up the facade of the front of the temple. Okay. So if you jumped into the water right there, right back out into the pool and the river below. All right, so that's a... That's a throwing rocks. So if, if we, yeah, so if we throw ourselves into this river, will we be able to, like, escape, or will we get, like, smashed into the into rocks at the bottom? Don't know. Don't know how deep... Dangerous. Whoa. Like, you a lot of act, you know, I've got You can survive it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. All right. Uh, yeah. I will find you. You guys all want to take a, a crack at whether you can swim. Yeah, this would be a good challenge. Yeah, no, I think I'm all right. <laughs> I'm all right not drowning. So the the, thing, the mosaic activated or came alive when the light was sh sh uh, shone on it. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as the light went away, it went back to being a mosaic. It seemed to be activated by the light, but it completed its cycle and went back down into the floor. Oh, okay. So there's more of a, like it was telling a tale. You no, know, this is the bird catching the mouse, supposed yep. to. And I'll the waters. Sorry? I said let's pass. And you had a question about the water? Is that fairly swift flowing or? The water is five feet deep and flow is fast. And it makes it loud. The, the river sound Pause loud in, in this, the temple. So you do guys definitely have to speak up when you're talking. And this room is basically rubble and water. It's a promontory. So it was maybe a the beginning of a floor in the place, but it then steps down to the floor, which the river is running across, which is blue mosaic. Mm. <clears throat> the riot of the river over over centuries has washed through it. Colors are falling. It looks like is there a way we can cross the chamber without <clears throat> stepping stepping foot mm. on the floor, <clears throat> wading into the five foot yeah the flooded chamber? You can wade into the water of the flooded chamber, but to avoid that, you would have to go. Those two directions I gave you. Yeah, across the um, across the uh, fallen pillar or, or, or over to the statue. <laughs> I think we should pass the pillar because if we fall off the pillar, then we just fall into the river, right? Which is like boarding anyway. I do have rope, 54 rope, rope, but no grapple irons. <laughs> so it looks like everything is climbing. Climbing yeah. with height at a walking pace when nothing is chasing you does not require a test. Oh, good. Do we see any signs of like snakes, statuary, or mosaics, or... Oh, I did want to poke at one of those broken gargoyle statues with my with my quarter staff. It seemed to be moving, didn't it? When the like, light kind of wriggle and, and creak, 
and but I mean they're severely smashed. Right, gotcha. Like scattered bits. <laughs> what they actually are, you don't know. You're just thinking gargoyles because you see them on some of the temples in Bali. It would take some time and probably a scholar like the jester, if you wanted to assemble them, figure out what it originally was or how many statues actually were. But you know, that's a gotta take a long time. Yeah. You can make your own golem army. Yeah. Shall <laughs> we head off to the to the north then across the column? Everybody good with that? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, the pillar that you walk across, it looked like it had hit the column you're going to and basically cracked it in two. So the top is missing. So you're, you're walking up this to the top of the pillar, which is 10 feet in diameter and puts you about about eight feet above the river at this. Scattered on top of the 10 foot diameter cracked pillar is 15 glass gems, various colors. To the south is the carved pillar that slants down from the way you came. And there's only one way off this pillar, and that's northwest along a fallen buttress. Nice. Fallen buttress, there's another fallen pillar below that that passes underneath it that you could jump down onto. And where, where does that, which direction does that lead off into? The second fallen buttress beneath the, the first that one goes to the other location that you could have gone to oh so it's a little it's a little it's a little more bleak i guess and kind yeah of... and it goes to and it goes a rope wrap column due north if you wanted to get to the rope wrap column due north of you you would have to either go back the way you came walk mm-hmm. across it or drop down from the buttress to that one where the northwest goes along that buttress fallen buttress it goes to a teetering pile of heaped up stones flattened with a flattened top glass gems. i was just gonna say yeah. that mark you go right ahead yeah <laughs> are they glass or gems or <laughs> are they glowing yeah is it like a is glass gems like a is that just like a cheap like 10 gold a piece or is it like one million gold coins each seeing as they're they're glass damn it <laughs> they are not worth much, but at the same time that you're observing these glass gems, you hear the sound of music from above. Uh, slowly back up and then look up. Mm. And looking up, it's uh, the mosaic is a man playing a lyre with a lion sleeping beside him. The music, you can actually visibly see the notes move out over the ceiling and meet the blank gap the column left when it came down and then when the notes hit that spot of the cracked surface they turn into a glass gem falls down and joins the rest i'm gonna grab one the lion leaps from the ceiling hell yeah (laughs) i knew that was gonna happen let's fucking roll boys yeah i guess you're gonna roll initiative flat d6 but basic fantasy role playing everyone rolls to its individual Uh order it's not group Mm -hmm. exactly Everybody, if you do that, you can also add your what your dexterity bonus as a lion gets the lion gets a six. I'll take that. Oh, fuck. Okay, so the lion goes first and it's attacking Paladin as it as he picks up a gem. Uh, I have I don't know if it's relevant or whatever, Jay, or how it works, but my detect evil and stuff like that is supposed to be going off like at all times. Am I protecting from evil? Yes, it does. That's good. Before you reach out to touch it, you get the feeling that that's a bad idea. I'm going to fucking grab it. Do you guys want to fight it? Because, I mean, I pulled the trigger already, so we might as well kill this fucking thing. Yeah. For better or worse, I feel yeah, like it was a thing it. that happened. Was yeah, it, yeah. When it, when, it jumped out of, when it jumped out of the mosaic, is it stone-like itself? Like the, like no. the eagle that we saw? Or is it like a true living lion? It looks like a true living lion. Nice. All right. Yeah, so let's fight it. Fuck it. I don't care. I could die. <laughs> I'm not attached to uh, Ardor. What's your armor class? My armor class is 13. Three points again. As it lands on, on your back and bites into your shoulder. <sighs> hey, who's up next? What do you got? What do you got for us? So I guess I'll uh, I'll swing with a short sword. So it is plus one. Roll to hit. Uh, that's a four. Four to hit. <laughs> yeah, you missed. Do you add your strength thing to it or? Is melee, yeah. Back bonus. We also get a bonus to hit, don't we? As yeah. like fighters, First level, yeah. you always get a plus. Well, you get the, 
I think it's plus one at level one. Yeah. Your attack bonus, and then you get strength for melee and dex for missile. That's yeah. fella. Yeah, first level always gets a plus one attack bonus, and they go up. Obviously, fighters get attack bonuses more quickly than other levels. So does the first one, uh, first level paladin and ranger get a plus two then at first level, or just plus one? Just a plus one. All right, right. Uh, add in any bonuses. Okay. I toyed with the idea of importing fighting lamentations does with the fighter bonus plus two. But I scrapped that, and I wanted to go straight with the rules as written. Uh, so who's next? Next attack would be the ranger. Putting the gym down. <laughs> oh, no, that's your intelligence. Oh, that's my initiative, sorry. Oh, okay. It's your attack. Face uh, roll. Yep, and, if, and, and add any strength bonus at your standard plus one for first level. Dude. Oh, my sword is eight, nine. That is a miss. Stop moving! Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step forward and, go, and uh, try my... Animal affinity, oh, cool. you know, trying to back this lion off. Uh, but I threw a five, so he's super pissed. <laughs> oh, he is? Okay. That's a good tactic. I'm going to shout, Tlaloc, drown you. And 16. Nice. And six damage. You wound it. It bleeds. It drops onto the pillar floor instead of on your body. Steps or you know, is forced off your back by your blow. It breaks a couple of the glass gems on the floor and music comes out of the gem everyone's got to roll a saving throw oh shit these are like is it because of it's so loud that we need to make a saving throw or something magical and or poisonous happening to us the music is entrancing you ah that's metal as fuck saving throw i think they're on page like 40 or something like that i was literally just talking to hobbs about this the other day it's gonna be your lowest one the death ray or poison save i rolled a 20 I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, saving throw is high. You're unaffected. Everybody else? What page uh, is saving throw? I failed my save. Five. So anyone who's failed their saving throw falls asleep. I don't know what my save is yet, but I threw a 12. It's like a good place to take a nap. You know, is the, uh, what is the druid save like? Uh, cleric? Cleric, yeah. Saves like cleric. And what did you throw? I threw a 12. Pass. Uh, yeah, that's a pass. Sweet. Yeah, Death Ray of Poison, 11, 12, 14, 16, and 15. I think cleric. What about monster saving throws? Uh, they don't have any. Their monsters are evil. Hit dice based on I think fire. based on uh, monster. Fire level is hit dice. Anyway, we rolled a 16, so the lion doesn't fall asleep. The, we could have done the, the song, The Lion Sleeps at Night. Oh. Roll for this uh, they get certain saves, like saves as fighter one, saves as fighter three, right, four. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, do you want a sleeping characters to roll initiative or just pass? No, sleeping characters are sleeping. So okay. only initiative for up and active players, please. The lion rolls a six again. Fuck you, lion. In the temple, the I threw a six as well. Is that simultaneous? Player characters go. Simultaneous is always my favorite initiative. And yeah. let's see, who's fallen asleep? Just, um, just Narnel the Jester? Pardon. And Arthur, the, the paladin. Arthur. Well. Yeah. Okay. It's not oh, a play words, I promise. So oh, half, the party, half the party's falling asleep right now. All right. I'm going to rush up and stand over Arthur as I swing my quarterstaff at this lion. An 18. I think that'll hit. Yep, Actually, that's a, that's a modified 20. So here's my damage. Uh, two points. Next is the lion. I'll attack you. And it rolls a one. Fumble for monsters or only for PCs? No, I think I need to do both. Does it, does it fall off the pillar? I got that nice chart in my binder. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm so super organized. Plays <laughs> my shell. Regular miss. Next. I will move up, try and hit it with my sword. 13. That's a hit. Oh, six. Is it a short sword or is it a regular sword? Uh, so, uh, short. Uh, yeah, short sword's D6. Uh, wounded really bad. Rolling a morale check. Do I roll a d12 or? I have no idea. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, the morale is it? A, is it a 2d6 or? A... Yeah, morale is usually 2d6. That's, and it's... that's what I would say too, but I don't know these rules, so. I don't know mm -hmm. for basic page 49. Morale check roll 2d6. If the roll is equal to or less than the morale score, the monster monsters are willing to stand and fight. If the roll is higher than the score, the monster. Has lost its nerve. So the morale of the lion is nine. I rolled a ten. Losing his nerve. It leaps back up 
into the ceiling and becomes a mosaic of a lion licking its wound. Oh, wow. So if we take these gems, I think that we should carefully package them because then we could use them as grenades. Sleep grenades? What are the chances it's going to jump right back out if we grab another one? Yeah, we can Mm. probably kill it. What is it? Just we, you know, kill it and then it comes back again. Then we run away. I wonder if we could talk with the the minstrel that's in the mosaic. Are they still falling from the ceiling from where the music notes are? Oh, I'm asleep. I'll shut up. I'll wake you guys. We'll wake we'll wake the sleepy members. Yeah. I, dude, are you awake? Did you see what just happened? I totally I know, saved I just got you. really tired after the tiger bit me. It's just like, I don't know, man. Flawlick, flawlick slumber fell upon me. So, okay. So now I'm going to carefully use my detect evil. <laughs> when I, when I rouse, when I go to like, go put my hand near these gems. No, you don't get that same feeling. Sweet. Just I'm gonna I'm gonna like carefully wrap them up in cloth and stick them into a pouch. Yeah, I could distribute them about everybody. I'm not sure I want any. You notice that that, that falling asleep effect. You didn't have to actually go and wake them. After one combat round, they started coming. Oh, it's just a very kind of momentary lapse into unconsciousness. The real people went away. I'll find a better way Someday Leaving only me And my dreams My cattle And a resonator Down right under your nose, the lumbering footloose power, the bull and the rose. Don't touch them, don't try to hurt them, my cattle. I consoled myself with rudimentary thoughts And I set my watch against the city clock It was way off Yeah, one thing about this wild, wild country Takes a strong, strong, it breaks a strong, strong mind. Yeah, one thing about this wild, wild country takes a strong, strong, it breaks a strong, strong mind. Wasting my time But the pain and frustration Is not mine It belongs to the cattle Through the valley
of rose like a drover For I am in the end a drover A drover by a tree When my cattle turns on me I'm a drover Double fold Cattle bears it all the way for me and everyone. One, 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 Time.